Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. All right, welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. You are Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) And Rachel, you're going to be our guest tonight, aren't you? Well, and I'm bringing somebody with me. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) Who do you have with you? (laughs) (laughs) I've got my husband with me. And your little dog, Rocky. My little chihuahua, Rocky. So our guest tonight is my husband, Sean, and apparently Rocky. (laughs) Yeah. Does Rocky see ghosts? Yes, he oh, does. He does. Yes, oh, he does. Oh, he does. I didn't know that. His eyes are constantly darting. Yeah, or he'll just bark at the wall. Or <laughs> what's going on? What's going on in your house that he's barking at the wall? Oh, usually I think family just stops in to visit. So, right, like, up, oh, somebody's here, and it's like somebody's yeah. here, some invisible guy in the corner, the TV, right? and maybe some previous pets owned. That he sees. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, you oh, can hear the right. pets. They like to uh, jump off the sofa, and you could hear the of the little nails on the floor. And yeah, and Rocky just looks up, and he's like, "What the hell?" What's going on? And this is what's going to be part of the podcast tonight is not only a fantastic trip to Scotland that both you and Sean had taken. But also Sean's point of view on living with a medium. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't want to air this. <laughs> well, we'll see. Oh, he, no, he's going to spill the beans. I know, right? That's a problem. Yeah. He'll be he'll be tearing up and tearing his heart out. You know, he'll think he's on Oprah by the end of the show. <laughs> I doubt that. Well, Sean, I'll lead you into it. Uh, when you first started dating Rachel, did you know that she had these uh, talents? Not real. No, I I will say not when we first started dating, but uh, as time progressed, there were certain things that came out that, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd be like, we'd be at a dinner and she'd be totally off into space and then she'd come back. And um, yeah, there's there's a few instances where that happened. Um, oh, um, I'm a great date, eh? <laughs> she doesn't want. Now, were you open with him, Rachel, about uh, you know about your gifts? Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I might not have been at first by any means, but but uh, I also had to accept it for myself in a in a different aspect too. So I would I had to get like I said, come out of the closet. Mm-hmm. So as we all know, <laughs> so through time, Rachel starts opening up and. Uh, Sean, you started seeing things as well. Like- I have. It's not near as uh, as defined as what Rachel will see, but uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm definitely not closed off to. I get my my ear, my left ear will ring, and mm-hmm. for no reason, and right. or my right ear will ring. My ears will get hot, you know that sort of thing. And uh, but I haven't learned to open up to the point where I can take things in. Um, so to speak like Rachel can. So I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I can understand that. 
And two two mediums in one household might be a little much. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, are there times that you're just like, all right, Rachel, okay, yeah, yeah, there's somebody here, or you've just accepted the fact that she's she knows. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, if if her our eyes start darting off, and you know, like you can, there are cues that there's somebody here. For, for that I, I notice and I, I'm really at this point I don't uh, I, I don't question it sometimes right. be like you know who are you talking to you know okay. who's here and she'll say who she thinks it is or who it is and and uh, yeah it's uh, as, as Rachel says it's uh, when when she has, a, has is doing a reading she'll uh, you know, that's my, my time to go and do my thing or take Rocky out for a walk, like podcast, you know, that, it, uh, it's my free time, so to speak. Um, right. but, uh, you know, it's definitely interesting to be involved in a podcast, uh, before dinner. <laughs> I don't know. I, are you sure you want yeah. me to come on <laughs> you to help you do this? Yeah. Rachel has told me before too. And when you guys go out, to restaurants or uh, to a wedding or whatever, uh, you start to see Rachel's ears start to burn. And, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. You know that something's going on, uh, which leads us to uh, a trip that you guys just got back from not long ago. Yep. And you went over to Scotland. And uh, Rachel, this was your side of the family that did this yeah. trip? Yeah. Yeah. It was my side of the family. We've got family heritage there. So went to kind of check out the land and uh, learn a little bit more and see what we could come up with. But uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely yeah. a family trip. <laughs> right. And the pictures were fantastic. Just beautiful. Yeah. The, honestly, pictures cannot justify how beautiful Scotland is. Right. Sean had mentioned he was a little nervous uh, going into this because Scotland's kind of known for its paranormal activity and uh, a lot of it. And uh, he says, I'm not too sure how it's going to go. Like, were you managing to turn that off and enjoy the trip? Or were you shaking uh, <laughs> no, no, the bed? turn it off at all. She, um, <laughs> you know, like uh, one thing I've learned is to shut yourself off. You got to ground yourself, be grounded. And with the way the trip went, now, mind you, we were with family and uh, Rachel mm-hmm. was not able to really relax um enough to to ground herself so yeah there's a few instances that uh you know she wasn't feeling well we first arrived and it and it just felt like uh as soon as we set uh foot in edinburgh it was like i was floating the whole time like i could never actually place my feet on the ground and I know that just sounds really odd but that's the best way I can describe it it just it, it right. the whole trip just kind of felt like a, a float your family roots are Scotland yes yeah. so you were just kind of feeling this uh you're feeling family are you feeling or were you feeling evil spirit definitely I don't think I got anything evil um I don't think there's an evil bone over there except for maybe the fighting but it was uh there's a lot of residual um, there were things I was catching out of my peripheral and it, it'd just be a lot of, um, uh, like I said, residual things just happening and you're, you're catching on the corner of your eye and that, but, um, a lot of energy. It was just 
a lot of power, powerful energy around and everywhere you went, didn't matter where you went, there was energy and, and you just, you you couldn't deny it. You couldn't shut it off. You couldn't get away from it by any means. Maybe, maybe if I was feeling a little better, um, I could have grabbed myself, but I was, yeah, I was under the weather and trying to just float the trip. And it, it felt like you're just running on adrenaline and floating the whole time. Well, one of yeah. the things that happened to you is you lost your voice. Yeah, I completely lost my voice. It was, it was, oh, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm still a little hoarse, if, if people can tell. But uh, yeah. So Sean had a great time then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> says that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically get off the plane and my voice was gone. I had mm. no voice left but a squeak. <laughs> do you attribute that to something supernatural or paranormal or do you just think i don't know something something you ate or something you drank on the plane or no i i I definitely think it was just the combination of the energies and um but that would be an oppressive type of thing right yeah but i don't think it was anything negative i think it was just maybe for me to sit back a little bit because I couldn't have a voice. I couldn't stand out or say anything. So I had to just kind of watch things happen. Did you give anyone any spontaneous readings while you're over there? Any strangers? <laughs> no. Like you, like, you, like you did in Cuba that one time? <laughs> I know, right? No, I didn't. I couldn't though. I couldn't speak. So <laughs> no Sean speaking. had mentioned to me uh, uh, in a conversation when you guys just got back about uh, staying at uh, one of the hotels and that you didn't get much sleep that night and it wasn't anything <laughs> that way but uh but uh yeah you said that there was some sort of spirit popping in and out or yep yeah i, I just sat up in bed and i kind of like slapped sean i'm like there's a lady in the room right now <laughs> yeah and, and like it, it I don't know, like Sean thinks maybe the room was used as a nursery is his feeling about it. But like she kept coming in and looking around and leaving. And then she'd come back in, look around and leave. And it was like all night. But then there was a gentleman that came in too, but he went right to the window and looked out and left. And I think he was watching the boats come in. It's my, cause we were right on the Harbor. Like boats were right out yeah, front of our right door there. right at the bottom of the street the the harbor was right there and so i think he the guy that came in was just checking on the boats coming in but the lady definitely was not she was keeping an eye on something and she was in yeah. and out constantly and the funny thing was in that room we locked our door in the morning it was unlocked oh well yeah mm. yeah you so, think those do you think those were too residual yes definitely I don't right. think they noticed us at all. I, no. I feel like they were just following their path. Well, we were there right. nights and it was the same thing. Yeah. Both nights. Both nights were the exact same. Mm. And like I, I even said, can you leave us alone? And it, it didn't stop. So I felt mm. like it was just a reoccurrence. History on the building at all that you were no. in. But the part that we were in was very old, like cathedral ceilings. And there's a new <laughs> hotel in the old part. We were in the old part. The thing too, with the United Kingdom, I mean, I've never been, but you know, I have family over there and everything is old. Yeah. Right. Like even the, like there's no like new subdivisions. Like we have these, you know, the, the cookie cutter houses with the, you know, the tiny backyards and everything else. Like you see on, you know every home show and and uh like you'll have generations of people live in the same house or you'll have like 30 families live in the same home like over the years right yeah. in in intervals 
and like you don't really see any new modern stuff I, I, i'm sure you do in the cities like you know office towers and things like that but i think when you get out in the rural areas you guys can tell me if i'm wrong everything is dated yeah right everything has history to it everything has that feel and uh, i would imagine that anybody who goes over there would feel that that like that old energy right absolutely yeah also even like if, if if it's a modern house it came from an old structure and they've just updated it yeah there's still re- there's still remnants right yeah absolutely mm-hmm. was there was there one place that you went to that was like the number one spot for you like overwhelming like for spirits and, oh. and everything else yes <laughs> there was a couple well i'd say like i didn't dawn into it at first but we went we went to a castle that I think originally it was built in like 400 and then it got added on to add on to, and then they had some issues. And then um, within the 20th century, they, they've redone it and fixed it. So we went in there and um, we were walking out the outside of it. We went inside and I started coughing, coughing, coughing. but I mean, not just, (laughs) I was coughing to the point where, I had to shred everything. Well, not everything. I was down to my t-shirt. <laughs> I had lost my coat, lost my sweater. Sean had my purse and everything. And I was coughing to the point where, you know, you're coughing so much. You're, you're almost going to make yourself sick. And mm-hmm. I felt, I was pretty embarrassed because there's people walking around and you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's still COVID. And here I sound like I'm hacking off half my lung and we're walking around and trying to well, basically we're just trying to get out of there now because I'm embarrassed I'm coughing so much and we get outside as soon as we get outside I, I could breathe again and it, it was just I was grasping for air the entire time inside the building well as it turns out that castle had a um they were housing gunpowder and Ooh. at one point the castle had been under attack and the uh, the powder room was hit. So there is a large fire and a lot of smoke damage. And there's when, when you walk in, it was basically around the left-hand corner. So we, that was the first thing we looked at when we came in, we walked into this main hallway and then it's to the left. So we're in there, we're looking at that. And that was, I, I, Donan Castle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, a beautiful, you know, beautiful, beautiful castle. It's been, it's still owned by the original family. Wow. And uh, yeah, in some of the rooms, there's pictures of the current, uh, the, uh, the people that are still living. Yep. Um, there's wedding photos. Uh, it's basically a big museum. That's the best way to describe it. It's a big right. museum but it's all from the family and everything's been um, restored and, you know, they, they've got it set up with uh, mannequins and whatnot, people in the kitchen um, and that sort of thing. And, uh, but yeah, like, as, like Rachel said, as first, as soon as she walked in, she started coughing, breathing heavy. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. <laughs> Why? You don't want to. You had to you go all the way through it to get back. Oh, every no, yeah. Hand. yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, like she said, as soon as she walked out, she, you know, was fine again. And she's like, man, that's really, really weird. And I, I 
I, I looked at her because she's like, I don't know why that happened. I'm like, well, think it, about it. It actually didn't dawn like instantly. Like, it, it took us a, a, uh, a bus ride yeah. away till Sean was like, well, the gunpowder. If they had a fire, <laughs> a major fire in the building, you're picking up on that energy from the from times past. Yeah. Right. Um, so that that was one that that was probably the biggest one for you. And you were hot all the time. It yeah. didn't matter where we went. Rachel is always cold. Freezing cold. Like, like I am the sweater queen of mm-hmm. everything. She's running around. It's like eight degrees. It's dreary out. You know, she's she's running around in a t-shirt. <laughs> and even and- my family's like, are you not cold? I'm like, no, I'm on fire. I was on fire the whole entire trip. And that is not me at all. And you're cold now. Yeah, like I'm always cold, always cold. So it was so unusual for me to be hot. Hmm. It wasn't warm, like yeah. nine degrees. It was not warm. <laughs> and it, it was anywhere rainy. Anywhere from nine rainy. to yeah. 15, 16 degrees, you know, mid-afternoon, it'd get up if the weather was nice. And, you know, but uh, and being in the highlands too, you're you're way up in elevation, like yeah. you see. In some of the pictures, it looks like there's fog on top of the mountains. Those are clouds. Yeah, that's cloud cover. That's not, not fog. That those are the clouds. That's that's how how high those um, mountain the mountain range is in in Scotland. So yeah, I know I took a bunch of those photos and and uh, the ones that I took. I'm like, I don't know if people are really going to understand how high you actually are up. Um, oh, another a- place we went to. Ardvrek Ardvrek Castle. It's just um it's ruins. Yeah, it's just ruins. But as soon as we got close to the castle, Sean was behind me and I I almost fell over. I got I was so dizzy. And he's like, Are you okay? I'm like, I'm just I was so like disoriented out of my place. And and um we anyways, I got my composure, we walked around and toured. And then we found out like the the story with that place too was the um the the builder of the castle started building it and ran out of money. So he's debating what he's going to do. And according to the story, he was outside and a figure came up and said, I will help you finish your castle, but it will basically cost you your daughter's hand in marriage. Hmm. So he agreed to it and his daughter said, why are you giving me away? I don't know this person, et cetera, et cetera. And instead of her marrying this man, she walked into the sea and basically drowned. So that, uh, you know, I could understand while, why Rachel could get the feeling of being dizzy and whatnot. If she was holding her breath underwater, um, you'd almost think it'd be more of a, a drowning feeling where you're, you're gasping for breath, but, yeah. uh, but it's know, almost the before yeah. she's yeah. walking in and her mind is just going a mile a minute. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like Sean was, he's like, are you okay? And he's trying to catch him. Like, I'm fine. I just, I thought I just I thought I just heard an EVP of, oh. uh, about 30, 40 seconds ago. Okay. Sound like a, sound, sound like a man going, nope. 
Nope. When when Sean was talking, nope. So well, maybe I'm wrong. I'll have we'll see. Well, that's a legend, right? So yeah, yeah. now, now, Rachel, you're you're going all these places. You're feeling yeah. weird. As soon as you get off the plane, you're feeling bizarre. Like yep. you're floating. You're coughing up a lung. You're dizzy. Did you not think at any point? to do some protection, to ground yourself, to shut yourself off? I, well, no, I did. I <laughs> Sean's making a weird... <laughs> yeah, like Sean even said, can you ground yourself? I, I, I couldn't even ground myself. It was like like a force field or something. I, I, I tried to even concentrate. I couldn't do it. It was hmm. just like I was being pulled in every which direction. Have you felt like this on vacation before? Anywhere else you've been? Absolutely not. And I would love mm. to know why I felt that way and, you know, like more about it. So like, I'm very inquisitive of why this happened and what I did that I should have maybe done better or, or like, why was I feeling this way? And I, I'm very interested because it's like, it, it felt like I was, like I said, floating the whole time and I was being pulled, but I couldn't bring myself down. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time, ground yourself before you get on the plane, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and yeah. do it while you're on the plane. Did you feel? Did you feel fine on the plane and everything else? Yeah, I felt fine on the plane. Mm. Just once we yeah. hit land, and my voice went, and I was done. <laughs> the other thing yeah. that I found weird too when we were there is when we were in the aisle sky, the the rocks really stood out for me, and I. If, if a listener knows anything about the rocks in Isle Sky, I'd love to hear about it. Cause I, every time I looked at them, I felt like they were never in the same position they were, which doesn't make any sense. Cause they didn't move, but it felt like they moved. If that makes any sense at all. Cause I kept saying to Sean, I'm like, I don't know what's with these rocks. And they're like dark lava looking rocks with white spots on them from like the, uh, oh, you know, mold and algae and that yeah. sitting on them. But it felt like there was something about these rocks and that they were moving. That's and I had good. no clue about it. I even asked the tour director, I'm like, is there something yeah. with these rocks? And and he didn't really answer me, but he kind of gave me a, a look. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. So yeah, if there that there that uh, <laughs> knows something about these rocks in the Isle of Sky, I'd love to know because there's something about them. And I think Gav, right. As soon as we got on the bus the first time that Gav is he, our tour director, he, he knew there was something about you because there was a question that he asked, does anybody want to go to the castle or is anybody a, a scared of being in castles? Oh yeah. He asked if anybody's scared of castles and ghosts. And I was like, not me right here. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> Bring Every, me everybody them. else is like, no, yeah. no, 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 Yeah, he did say he was going to, apparently, uh, he was pre-told ahead of time that uh, I was allowed to stay in the castle overnight and he'd pick me up the next day. He didn't do that. Like, <laughs> I was free to stay. <laughs> we talk about uh, cryptids often on this program and uh, I see you went to uh, Loch Ness. Yes. Yes, we I did. Picture. Yeah. Um, of course, did you see the Loch Ness Monster? If we had seen Loch Ness Monster, we would not be here. We'd have lots of- <laughs> we would have three million pounds to spend. Yep. We called her name and everything. She would come. <laughs> yeah, old Nessie. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I thought for sure, like, come on. I was like, sister, come on, come see me. Yeah. She she didn't come. Oh well. We we're well, trying. And and that lock that is 26 miles long and in some parts a mile wide. You can put the Eiffel Tower deep and there's still water above it. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. Um yeah. and according to him, all of the sonar and everything that they've done on it they'll pick up on an entity so to speak and every time they want to try to get something down there to investigate further it moves it's gone so mm-hmm. you know it's it's one of, is there something down there that deep it's very much possible it could be like a very large school so. of fish who knows yeah. they keep moving it's a big entity so i'm like yeah, I think Leslie knows. And and there's <laughs> there's caves and underwater caves and everything that they haven't been able to explore yet and, and things like that. So it's very, very possible that there is something down there. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we were not able to ca- capture her on camera. So we had to go home about three million pounds. Yes. Yeah. That's what they were offering, eh? If you uh, yes. God, that's what the reward is. For, uh, <laughs> photographic evidence <laughs> or legitimate photographic evidence <laughs> yeah. that, uh, uh, the Loch Ness Monster has been cited. So, yeah, I've never been, uh, I mean, I've never really been fascinated with the Loch Ness Monster that much. It's funny you know? because it's, it's more of a touristy thing. According oh, yeah. to our tour guide, Gav's like the, the Scots, eh, they're like, whatever, but the, it's all the touristy thing. And it's not actually mm-hmm. that touristy, but if, if a Scotch person is in any country, what's the first thing to ask? Who have you seen? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what they're known for. So, right. right. Yeah. That, and their pubs, of course. Oh, there's lots of those. Oh, we frequent <laughs> clubs too. Yeah, those yeah. are great. <laughs> I'm, sure there, I'm sure there's a lot of spirits in those pubs. No pun intended. No pun. No, no, no. There was, um, I know even, um, when we were walking around a couple of the small fishing communities, um, there would be even like just uh, residual en- energy going by. Mm-hmm. And uh, like there's times where I felt like we had um, kind of soldiers, but I'm not sure if they, what soldiers they were from. Like I never actually saw like, like Scott soldiers, like it was always maybe uh, like the British looking or um, actually Viking. I saw Viking too. Wow. Yeah. So, but it was just kind of like um, passing. It was just like interesting. Well, Norway, Norway is not that far away from Scotland. You know, right. you can take a ferry from the Shetland Islands, I believe, and yes. go for the di- and go for the day. So, yeah, I'm sure the Vikings made their way there, and as did the Romans did, and yes, yeah, yeah. you know, and. There's yeah. so much his, there's so much history there. there Did uh, you leave Scotland at all and explore the rest of the UK at all? Or no, we just stayed in Scotland. Stayed. Yeah. There's enough to see there. And uh boy, you could probably stay a lot longer than we did and explore more. So oh, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got uh, some listeners in the UK. So yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah. About- and Rachel's yeah. done done some uh, reading, I think, for Yep. Someone from, from England, and, and I've been messaged by a gentleman uh, in Scotland before because he oh. had a weird he had a weird experience on you know a couple of occasions and wanted some advice, and I didn't know really what to tell him, but <laughs> I tried my best. And if he's listening, that's a good thing. Apparently, the UK is what our third 
uh, highest listener base. Yep, exactly. Right, be- right before Argentina, you know. I'll be interested to see if uh, we have any feedback and maybe they can, uh, you know, go on a little bit more about some of the things that were happening with with us. Did you happen to see any ghost tours that were available there? No. Oh, I thought you would have sought that out for sure. Oh, well. Or or some, you know, some paranormal shops or some occult, you know, type places. There, there was a lot of references to fairies, and um, I was, was I was going to mention that as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fairy stuff, and um, really, the shops you went to, they weren't advertising mythical by any means. It was just a store, and it had stones. They might have had incense, but it was part of the norm. It's not like it was separate, like we have it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. They're very, I think, more open to that kind of stuff than we are. Even um, when we're up in the aisles, like, uh, I don't know, just uh, the people there just seem to be a little bit more open. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. I think Gab was very open. Our tour director. Yeah, Yeah. I believe so, too. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like an incredible trip that you had. And and it was a pretty big group, according to the pictures that, that I've seen. Yep. I've got to congratulate Sean for surviving the trip with his in-laws. <laughs> it had its moments. <laughs> there were moments when I definitely just had to, um, basically, I had to go back to the room and just chill out and uh, kind of ground myself, so to speak, because, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a you pretty... Get a, you get a lot of scotch in one room and it, it could be a little hectic. But, I'm a pretty quiet guy, Um, Mm -hmm. especially with COVID. I've stuck to home and, you know, do my, do, you know, work on my hobby out in the garage. And I like my peace and quiet, you know, and uh, you get into a place where there's 13 or 12, 12 family members, including myself all together. And, or even in a pub setting where it'll get a little bit noisy, it just it gets to the point where okay, I just I gotta go. I need the quiet. Sure. Um, and that uh, you could you could say I almost wanted to shut myself down by about seven o'clock at night. I, <laughs> I, I just want to go and just you know just peace and quiet. Right. Uh, right. Oh, I made it through. I'm still here. I didn't uh, leave anybody there. So. <laughs> and Rachel, you uh, did. Does your family, I mean, I know, you know, your mom and everybody knows about uh, your talents, but uh, did everybody else know or? Yeah, they, they all. Yeah. Okay. So they had that feeling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was quite uh, interesting because a few times that they kind of hinted without hinting if I was picking up anything and <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they're, they're quite cute about it. So <laughs> yeah, awesome. and actually while we were there, we, we we learned about um uh i know i've talked about this on the podcast about my um my great grandma that read the tea leaves mm-hmm. we actually met family that's related to my great grandmother and they had pictures of her so that was fabulous oh. and it's oh, yeah. i've had dreams of this person and I, i've never seen what she looked like and to actually see photos of the person i've been dreaming about that blew my mind. 
Oh, it would blow your mind. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was fabulous. I'm like, that's the lady that reads tea leaves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And they knew that. They're like, oh yeah, she used to read tea leaves. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was no big deal nope. either. No, it was not a big deal at all. So that, that was fascinating. I, I just love that. So they just kind of shows you how open they are in the European countries. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. So it's very magical. Yeah, and fairies you said are the uh, the big sellers over there. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I if you look at my photos, like they I, we've got this area that we went to that was the fairyland, yeah. and it's just amazing, like just amazing. Right. So, yeah. So, despite of you getting uh, feeling a little ill in spots and everything, it was a very fantastic trip for you. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up anyway, but Dan, I was going to ask you, uh, we haven't talked about your book lately, which is uh, still available. Yes, it's uh, called Strange Happenings, A Paranormal Investigator's Story. It's uh, on Amazon. You can just type my name in, Dan Hammond. I'm the only thing that pops up. Uh, I, I do have another book that's about 95% done. Uh, and the, the same publishers are interested in looking at it. So I'll, it's not paranormal, but it's, it's scary. And uh, <laughs> I'll let I'll let everybody know uh, about the progress on that. So that's exciting. You know, something I've, something I've been working on for a while, and it just kind of fell by the wayside, and I just kind of I don't know lost interest. But now lately, I've I've got back into it, and and hope to uh, to get this submitted, and and hopefully they they accept it, and I'll be published twice. Yeah, which would be oh. cool. Yeah, it's really. Oh. Cool. I know you're so, quite the artist as well, which, uh, you know, you've done lots of drawings and stuff, comic books, et cetera. But uh, would you be illustrating any of this book or no. about that? <laughs> not this one. That's no? for sure. Okay. No, this would not be a book you want illustrated. <laughs> yes. This yes. sounds interesting. Yeah, well, it's, it's all true stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, of working in the correctional facilities. Oh, okay. Yes, because you know, I, I used to work in the jail for many, many, many years. And uh, the truth is it's definitely stranger than fiction. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so it's amazing what people are capable of. That will be a, mm-hmm. an interesting book. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Did we ever talk about uh, the time when you were in Cuba? No, I don't think and we I was at home. So th- this is a quick story. Yeah. This is a quick story. This is pretty neat. And I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. No. So this is kind of, you were fairly new to the podcast, I think. Um, you, you know, when you took over for John. Yeah. And, and you and Sean, and I, I guess your, your parents or, yeah. so, or other couples had gone down to Cuba yeah. for, for a couple of weeks. And you ended up doing, connecting with some deceased spirits that were connected to the other vacationers that were there yeah and you made, made this poor guy ball his eyes out <laughs> by pool yeah. poolside you know he's supposed to be in cuba for a good time and everything but he had lost his wife yeah. right yes. and he was down there with his dad i think or a brother or it doesn't matter yeah but you and i were texting and you were in in uh and this is where i think you know when pe- when people have abilities and they connect in a, in a way you know, and there's that weird connection. And so you were sitting in the airport in Cuba and we were texting back and forth. uh, And and I was thinking, oh, this is so cool. Like, you know, you're in Cuba and I'm here in Canada and we're texting and, you know, it's such a weird concept, right? That you're so far away. 
And you had told me about doing a, a reading, like an impromptu reading for a, a not an aggressive spirit, but kind of, you know, assertive. And it was a woman uh, who had passed away from breast cancer. Yes. And she, I could see her clearly in, I was sitting in my dining room <clears throat> and I could see her almost at the end of my dining room table, but in my head as well. Yeah. And I described her to a T. I got her first name because you said the guy gave you her name. Yes. I got the way that she passed. Yes. And even and even her personality. She was oh. kind of like a don't mess with me kind of girl, like a like a little <laughs> bit of a spitfire. And uh, that was one of the first and you were like, holy cow, look at you go. I remember yeah. one of the one of the texts that you'd made. And I was like, how does this work? <laughs> right. But it, but it was really, really cool uh, experience. Like, you know, sad that this lady passed away so young because I don't even think she was like in her early 40s, yeah. I think. Yeah. And yeah. I can still see her like now I, I can still picture. Her. And she's got like that that saucy, you know, smirk on her face. And, you know, oh, you yeah. know she would she would have been a lot to handle. But a lot of fun, but a lot of a lot of fun to be around too. But but don't uh, but don't give her any grief or she'll you know chew your head off, right? That kind of thing. I always wanted to talk about that. Yeah, you know, I can I can see her. Yeah, I can see her. You know, it was, I can, it was I really it was so unique because. Uh, and you made the poor guy cry on his vacation. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and like I mean, like man, cry. It was that alone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was it was sad. How did but- you approach? How did you approach him on that? Uh, well, it was like one of those. Do you believe in psychics? Yeah, <laughs> there's a lady here that I have yeah. to. Yeah. And there's a couple cocktails involved, so it was a little yeah. easier to come out with by by that point. And yeah. kind of like, I think your wife is here, and, and then I described, and we went on with that. And oh yeah, yeah, he man cried really good, and oh I, yeah, I felt bad, but in the same sense, I think he needed it too because. Yeah, he missed her, and boy, yeah, it was good. And I just love that Dan picked it up too. And oh, like, well, but we've had that too. We've had a couple incidents where we both pick up the same thing, and it was just like we're on the same wave at that point in time. Yeah, like that, like that little girl at the pub. The, yeah, the one that she wanted Tony to to move her along. That kind of yeah. thing too. So yeah, I mean, there's so many stories we forget, right? Yeah, you, you do. You know, well, I, I could almost write another book about my stuff, you know, and I don't know, I got to start writing this stuff down. So I think you do. Yeah, That's great. <laughs> I have to get Rachel to write a book too. Oh my goodness. The closet medium. The closet medium book. You might have to right. edit it for me. <laughs> All right. No problem. And uh, I'll just let you guys know that we've got some very interesting people coming on. And thank you, Sean. Sean's first podcast. Yep, yeah. John, congratulations. <laughs> he did pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. All right. Thank you, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.